Hello and welcome to the podcast, UFOWarning.com. If you haven't been by the site, stop by and check it out, UFOWarning.com. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about a case known as the Manhattan Transfer Abduction, or the Manhattan Transfer Case. This was something that happened back in uh, 1989 with a woman named uh, Lyndon Cortile, I believe that's how you pronounce the name, and she later changed her name to Linda Napolitano. She claimed that she was on the... Uh, bedroom of her 12th story apartment there in New York or Manhattan and that in the middle of the night she was sleeping I think it was about 3 a.m. and three gray aliens uh, suddenly appeared around her bed and uh, I guess you could say teleported her or just transferred her through her uh, bedroom window uh, next thing she knows she's 12 stories and better up in the air looking down at the street and she has these three aliens uh, standing around her, each of them on like little platforms of light as uh, they're staring down at the sidewalk and looking up at this giant UFO, which has a hole in the middle, just like something right out of, uh, you know, a UFO movie, I guess. Anyway, she gets um, lifted up into this um, UFO and eventually uh, she gets inside there and they perform all kind of medical exams on her. Um, she claims that she's had uh, scar tissue in her nose from it that a doctor has diagnosed as uh, leftover from a surgery. And then the aliens, uh, they return her back to her bedroom. Well, as time passes, um, she comes across a book by Bud Hopkins. He's a late UFO researcher. He's passed away a few years ago. And he had a book. He wrote a few books, but the book she found was the one called, uh, I think it was called The Intruders. And as she's reading through this book, she begins to uh, have flashbacks of her uh, memory of her abduction. Eventually, she gets in contact with Mr. Hopkins, and they get into uh, hypnotherapy, and she has a bunch of recovered memories. And it became quite a famous case, actually. And the case has a really weird twist to it. Supposedly, we're, I guess, from what I've read, she claims on her website that there were 23 witnesses, but there were two witnesses that were real important. And supposedly these guys were bodyguards to, I think it was the deputy secretary of the union at the time. And I couldn't find the last names on the guys. I just find their first names. And according to Mrs. Cortile and, and I guess Mr. Hopkins, these guys were outside uh, for some reason, whatever, that night, in the morning rather, looking up in the sky and they saw this huge UFO. And they saw Mrs. Cortile being escorted up into it with three alien creatures and then they saw the uh, UFO uh, dart off, and according to another witness, at least one woman saw the UFO um, basically swallow up the three aliens in Mrs. Cortile and then uh, move off and submerge itself in the East River, which is right there. Which seems strange. I mean, that's an industrial area, I guess, and you know, you'd wonder how cluttered the bottom of that river is, but according to them, that's what the UFO did. It, it, uh, snatched this woman up, it uh, moved over a little bit, I think to the left or east, whatever it was, and then submerged itself in the river. And um, these guys supposedly, over a period of I don't know how many months, she started to get uh, anonymous letters. Um, she claims that one of the guys uh, basically abducted her. Uh, they had her tied up, uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, tried to force her to reenact the, the abduction, it sounds like. Eventually, she says, one of the guys, who I believe she calls Dan, she reports that his his co-worker, there were two of them, they were both bodyguards, supposedly, 
she reports that, or they report, you know, in the report that that uh, one of them ended up in a mental hospital due to the fact that he lost his mind. The whole thing gets really, really cloudy because you wonder if she was actually, first off, why would two people that witnessed a UFO abduction want to turn around and abduct the person that they claimed that they witnessed being abducted just because they needed to satisfy their curiosity? That doesn't make sense to me. And it doesn't make sense to me why she wouldn't uh, go to the uh, law enforcement. I mean, I certainly would if somebody abducted me. I think I'd want to report that. But it, the whole uh, the whole story just kind of spirals into this, what well, seems to me almost like a crazy narrative. I mean, she claims that she saw uh, CIA paperwork, and that she's getting phone calls, I think, and anonymous letters, almost uh, like a level beyond men in black. And Bud Hopkins kind of had some problems himself. I mean, this is a guy that was born in West Virginia. Uh, he went to New York. He became an artist. And then he kind of um, drifted into the UFO um, craze, I guess you could call it, back in the 70s. And he's considered uh, one of the fathers of the abduction uh, abduction uh, case theories, whatever. The problem I have with Mr. Hopkins is a lot of there's a lot of criticism of his work that his work does not conform to the scientific method that uh, he's using a lot of hypnotherapy, which I'm not even sure he was a licensed hypnotherapist. And a lot of people feel that uh, his work was contaminated because you know, when people are when people are recovering memories, it's impossible to tell which memories are their own and uh, which memories are implanted you know, just through the power of suggestion or whatever. And the, the unfortunate thing with Mrs. Cortal's case is that you've had, it's just almost like a crime case, but it's had so much uh, contamination involved after the fact. We don't seem to have reliable witnesses. And when you have a UFO abduction, if you have uh, witnesses who come forward, give you first and last names, and they take polygraph tests, such as in Travis Walton's case, that's a pretty big deal because now you have a chain of evidence and you have witnesses and you have polygraph tests. Now you've, 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 your investigation of the abduction started to conform to the scientific method where we can really draw conclusions. When the only witnesses you have are a couple of people that are purported to be this guy or that guy, but they're basically anonymous sources, well, then they're not witnesses at all. They're just, they're just a further construct of this person's narrative. And secondly, um, even with Travis Walton's case, where maybe some of the memories are recovered, you still have the witnesses of the event, so you know there was an abduction no matter what. We have four or five people that saw the, actually saw the abduction and then actually took and passed you know, multiple polygraph tests. That's really a big deal. If you have an abduction and you have an experiencer who ends up with an implant, that's more scientific proof because you have this... Uh, object that's been put into a person's body. It's made up of metals that uh, don't match anything here on earth and it's transferring at a specific radio frequency. Well, there's physical proof. In Mrs. Cortal's case, I don't see, uh, at least I haven't heard of her ever having implant taken out. Now she claimed that she has the scar tissue in the nose that came from a surgery, but I didn't see any doctor's name uh, attached with that. In the cases where we had implants that were removed, uh, Dr. Lear, the late Dr. Lear, who did so much work in that area, he actually, you know, went on camera, they videotaped the surgeries, and he, he uh, tried to 
conduct his research in accordance with a scientific uh, method where you didn't have all this evidence contamination and you weren't depending on uh, recovered memories. So all in all, the case is interesting. Um, it's a fun read. I put the links on the website, ufowarning.com. There were a couple of good articles done on it. But to my mind, um, whether or not Mrs. Quartal experienced anything, um, that's nothing that I can really say one way or the other because from what I can see, I don't see any hard evidence. That's not to say it didn't happen, but at the same time, I don't think that the case is really helpful in uh, leading us to any kind of uh, answers as far as the abduction, UFO abduction uh, phenomena occurred. Well, that's it for today. Over and out, ufowarning.com.